Muslim Radio Weekly is brought to you by United Hands for Relief and Development. Support their projects on uhrelief.org. And Good Tree Academy. To enroll your child or to support our future Muslim leaders, visit goodtreeacademy.org. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Muslim Radio Weekly. I'm your host, K.M. Dean. We are in our final week of Ramadan. MashaAllah, went by pretty fast. I hope everyone has got the most of this month. May Allah bless us for our efforts to get closer to Him this month and to get closer to His Deen. We hope that we've been helpful in that process with our show, Muslim Radio Weekly. And we hope you've been enjoying our show every week for the past uh, three months or so. Uh, Unfortunately, we're going to have to take a break for a while. But uh, we really want to know what you think about the job we did with Muslim Radio Weekly. Please send us an email to contact at muslimradiodallas.com. And you can listen to Muslim Radio Dallas for similar programming by downloading our app or directly on muslimradiodallas.com. And since this is the month of giving, we do appreciate your donation. We have our organization, nonprofit 501c3 organization, Muslim Radio Network, which is responsible for producing these shows and mentoring youth to produce these shows. So uh, your donations would be welcomed on muslimradionetwork.org slash donate. So let's get on with today's show. Again, we are featuring the wonderful Islamic school we have here in uh, Plano, which is close to Dallas, called Guthrie Academy. We're going to have some parenting tips by the principal, Quranic recitation and meaning by students, and a khutbah replay featuring Ustad Michael. Enjoy. Responsible Muslim parenting. Bismillah, salatu salam ala rasulillah, rabbi shrahli sadri, wa yasili amri, wa halil uqtadam milisani afqahu qali. Today we are talking about Surah Al-Duha, Al-Duha, and it's a beautiful surah to teach our kids, and it teaches us Quranic principle of parenting and how to teach kids about connection with God and optimism. Teaching kids to be optimistic, teaching kids to look at uh, the bright side of things is a really important way to build them up. And our Prophet was optimistic even in the darkest of time. And Allah SWT trained him to do that. And this verse, this surah, Allah says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والدحى والليل إذا سجى ما ودعك ربك وما قلى ولا الآخرة خير لك من الأولى ولا سوف يؤتيك ربك فترضى Allah says, by the morning brightness and by the night when still thy Lord has not forsaken thee your Lord, your Rub, your Creator has not forsaken you, has not forgotten you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, 
that wala sawfar yu'tika rabbuka fatarda Allah says wala al-akhiratu khayrun laka min al-ula O Prophet do not despair the difficulties you're having in this life the next life is going to be so much better for you than this life and then remember that at that time wala sawfar yu'tika rabbuka fatarda your Lord will make you happy. Your Lord will make you content. And some of the companions used to say that this was probably one of the most optimistic verses of the Quran to the Prophet because Allah promised him that Allah is going to make him happy and make him content on the Day of Judgment, right? So sometimes when things are not going right, teaching our kids that, you know, sometimes the difficulties you have in this life, they're the means for you to get a better life in the hereafter if you have patience. Because Allah told, Allah gave the same promise to the Prophet ﷺ and said, The next life is so much better than this life. So sometimes if we, when you don't get something in this life, have patience, Allah will give you so much more next life. And then, If you are happy with Allah in this world, in whatever condition, difficult conditions sometimes that we go through, Allah will make you happy on the Day of Judgment. Allah will make you content. So have that sense of optimism, even if you feel that you're going through a difficult time right now because Allah is with you and Allah is going to reward you and when you are pleased with Allah even in difficulty Allah will be pleased with you and make you pleased, make you happy on the Day of Judgment. Always have the sense of optimism, Allah is with me, Allah has not forsaken me like Allah is telling the Prophet, oh just because you're going through difficulty your Prophet don't think for even a second for a moment that Allah has forgotten you, no. Rather Allah is preparing a huge, huge reward for you in the hereafter. Having this sense of optimism, teaching kids about optimism and looking towards and forward to the reward of Allah. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Responsible Muslim parenting. Good dream academy. Bismillah, salatu salam wa rasulullah. Assalamu alaikum parents. Today we're talking about a really important principle of raising our kids on the principles of Quran, Quranic principles of parenting and teaching our kids. This verse is from Surah Al-Ankabut, it's the 29th Surah and the 61st, 69th verse. So verse 29, 69, rajim وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِ أَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَمَعَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ A beautiful, beautiful verse. It means that but for those who strive, وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا those who strive, وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا so those who strive for us, fina, for us, for God, then certainly we guide them and to multiple through multiple ways. We open up multiple ways for them. Whoever makes the effort, whoever strives and makes the effort, Allah SWT opens up many pathways, many doors, many grant many openings for them. If we keep striving for the sake of Allah. Allah grant openings. And in Allah Allah is with those who strive for excellence, who strive for ihsan, who are muhsin, who strive for excellence. So a really important thing as parents we have to teach our kids is that how to make their best effort. It's not about you know the outcome or the result, it's more about are they using their best potential and the best effort. So the focus here is if we make the effort Allah is in charge of the result and the outcome and opening the pathways and Allah will. Sometimes He does it right away, sometimes He does it later. But if we keep striving for the sake of Allah, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open ways. And sometimes the ways that Allah opens, that is an opening. And sometimes the ways that Allah closes, the ways that Allah closes for us, that's also another form of opening. That sometimes we feel like, oh, we're not having any opening at this moment. But that might be an opening for us, but we do not know. So really important thing to teach our kids is not always about, you know, you know what you're going to get in terms of the outcome or result, but teaching them that did you make your best effort, right? It's not just always about that A that you're getting on your report card, but did you, you know, have a consistent schedule for doing your work? Did you strive hard? Did you do your best? And where, where can you do better? And how do we make effort to make our best effort for the sake of Allah? And we do it because Allah loves those who strive for excellence. Whether it's in our study, whether it's in our academics, whether it's in our religion, or whether it's in any type of thing that we do, Allah loves those who strive for excellence. Teaching our kids to focus on the, the effort and not always worry about the result because the results sometimes, despite our best effort, are not in our hands. A really important study where two groups of students are taken and one student, one group of students is told that you are smart and they're give, given a difficult test. And another group was told that you are, you do, you are really good for making your best effort. You, you do your best effort. And then they're given uh, that same you know, test, that difficult test. And the students that actually, they were all around, they were all randomly selected. And the students that were told that you are really good at making effort, they kept making effort and they did better on that test than those that were told that you were smart. And when they couldn't figure things out initially, they were like, oh, we're smart and we can't figure this out. That means we're probably not going to be able to get it. So they gave up faster than the other group. So having that sense of like, let's, let's focus on the effort and then openings will come. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq to teach the skill to our kids. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi Ramadan is the month of fasting, compassion, and blessings. During Ramadan 2021, despite the pandemic, United Hands Relief will continue its life-saving work around the world, making sure that your contributions reach those who need it most. We invite you to join us in the giving this Ramadan. Our projects include feeding the fasting, providing access to safe and clean water through water trucking, water wells, and orphan sponsorship. Let's make conditions better this Ramadan for the most vulnerable who have endured unimaginable hardship. Help us feed the fasting and ease their suffering. Reap the multiple rewards of the blessed month. To give now, visit uhrelief.org. That's the letter U, H, relief.org. We're continuing with our Quranic parenting and teaching series at Good Tree. And the second verse I wanted to share with you on the series was this beautiful verse from Surah Al-Ali Imran. Allah says in this verse, in Surah Al-Imran, Allah is teaching the Prophet some very important 
um, rule and a very important principle of leadership and a very important principle of how to get his community, how to mentor and coach his community around him, his sahaba around him. And this is also a rule that we can follow as parents. Allah is saying, then if it was not by the mercy of Allah, if it was not by the mercy of Allah, that you were gentle with them. So the gentleness of the Prophet came from the mercy of God. And if you were severe and hard-hearted with them, they would have scattered away from you. They would have scattered away from you. So, anhum, you know, then forgive them, lahum, ask forgiveness for them, and washavirhum fil amr, and include them and consult with them and make them feel included. And when you make a resolution, when you make a commitment, a resolution, then trust in God, and God loves those who trust Him. So, really important principle here is that the Prophet ﷺ, who made more sacrifice for his people than the Prophet ﷺ? Who went through more difficulty than the Prophet? So, as parents, we go through a lot of sacrifice and difficulty for our kids. And it makes us feel that we might have some type of right to then be harsh with them. Or um, we might have some type of right to uh, brag about things that we do for them. But if we do the striving and the sacrifice for our kids for the sake of Allah, then our reward is with God. Our reward is with Allah and our reward is not from our kids. So we have to stop expecting things from our kids in exchange of things that we do for them. Uh, I know as a parent, uh, I fall into this trap from time to time. So it was a really important reminder for me to never remind our kids about what we do for them, but rather reminding them about the about how they can connect with Allah and the favors of Allah on them. So it is channeling God rather than channeling ourselves. But a really important concept here that Allah says to the Prophet, that if you're not gentle with them, even after everything you do for them, if you're not gentle and if you are a little bit harsh with them, they would have broken away from you. If you're harsh with, with your companions, they would have broken away from you. They, they would have scattered away from you. And... This is a really important thing to remember that we might think that just pushing or forcing and um, really being, you know, harsh, um, we can fix our kids or we can straighten them up. Rather, it's about teaching them the love of Allah and the book of Allah and the Quran and having the sense of mercy and compassion so we can, we can have their loyalty and their uh, they can connect with us heart to heart. This is a prophetic principle of Raising kids, raising our communities, coaching them, really important that we deal with them with love and compassion and we're not harsh with them and we are gentle with them. The Prophet said that Allah does not give with harshness what He gives with gentleness. May Allah subhanahu wa grant us all the tawfiq. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Bismillah rasulullah. This is Wadud Hassan, your principal at Guthrie Academy. We're doing a 10 days reflection on how to do Quranic parenting and teaching our kids. Today I wanted to share a beautiful verse from Surah Al-Kahf. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Wa amma al-jidharu fakana li gulamayni yatimayni fil madinati wa kana tahtahu kanzul lahuma wa kana abuhuma saliha fa'arada rabbuka an yablugha ashuddahuma wa yastakhrija kanzahuma rahmatan min rabbik وَمَا فَعَلْتُهُ عَنْ أَمْرِي ذَلِكَ تَعْوِيلُ مَا لَمْ تَسْتَتِعْ عَلَيْهِ صَبُرًا So this is a beautiful verse about Khidr alayhi salam. 
and Musa salam, traveling together. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Musa salam, to this mysterious person that is supposed to be waiting for him in the, in where two seas, two oceans meet. And he finds this person who Allah said Allah gave special wisdom and knowledge to. And Musa salam, wants to shadow Khidr. And as he's shadowing Khidr, salam, he's doing a few things that is not making a lot of sense to him. And they end up reaching a town where people are not hospitable to them. They didn't want to share you know, any lodging or food or any type of hospitality. And instead of leaving the town, Khidr started repairing this broken wall. And Musa asked Khidr, why are you doing that? You know, these guys, they didn't, didn't want to share anything with us. And if you're actually doing something for them, you could perhaps ask for some type of compensation for your work so we could buy food or we could take care of ourselves. So Khidr you know, he explains later, because Musa doesn't understand what he is doing, he explains later what he was actually doing. And the meaning of this verse is that, and as for the wall that they were repairing, it belonged to two orphan boys in the city. And beneath it was a treasure belonging to them. Their father was righteous. Their father was righteous. And this is a really important part of the ayah that I wanted to mention. وَكَانَ أَبُوهُمَا صَالِحًا Because their father was righteous, because their father was God-conscious, فَأَرَادَ رَبُّكَ أَنْ يَبْلُغَ أَشُدَّهُمَا So because their father was righteous, because he was, his, their father was a man of God, God was taking care of them. Even if they were orphaned at that moment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a special servant, Khidr salam, to repair that wall and hide the treasures beneath that wall so that when they reach their maturity, they're able to extract that treasure by the mercy of Allah. And this is a beautiful, beautiful lesson for us as parents is that, وَكَانَ أَبُوهُمَا صَالِحًا If we are righteous, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect us and protect our family. So the first rule of thumb for parenting, as I was reflecting on which Quranic verse to start this series with, I thought that first and foremost, if we want our kids to be God conscious, then we have to be God conscious. If we want our kids to be happy, then we have to be happy. If we want our kids to become grateful, then we have to uh, model um, gratitude and contentment. So the first rule for parenting our kids, teaching our kids, is that we have to be the model for them. We have to model the behavior that we want from them. And then we have to do it for the sake of Allah. And we have to have that sense of sincerity in our heart. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He accepts that from us, that blessing of that good deed, inshallah, will affect and impact our families and our kids. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect our kids through our righteousness and through our devotion to Him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. Good Tree is one of those beautiful projects where we're learning to become better teachers. We're learning to become better parents. Our kids are learning to become a better version of themselves. So let's make this journey together. It's not just about our kids. It's about us as parents. It's about us as educators. How can we continue to strive towards our best self so that our, student, our teachers, our students, our kids can also follow that path. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them and continue to guide them. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi Responsible Muslim Parenting Good Dream Academy Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah Bismillah salatu wassalamu rasulullah Parents, today we are reciting from a beautiful verse in Surah Al-Yusuf Allah says, A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Ya bani idhhabu fatahassasu min Yusuf wa akhihi wa la tayyasu min rawhillah wa la 
تَيْأَسُ مِنْ رَوْحِ اللَّهِ إِنَّهُ لَا يَيْأَسُ مِنْ رَوْحِ اللَّهِ إِلَّا الْقَوْمُ الْكَافِرُونَ Allah says in this verse that O my sons, go and search for Yusuf and his brother. And this is Yaqub after all these years of agony of losing Yusuf. Now he lost his other son, Bin Yamin. And he lost his um, vision, his sight, due to that uh, severe grief that he went through. And he's asking his kids to go look for their brothers. And he's teaching them a really important lesson. Even at that moment when... When people go through grief or go through difficulty, go through that type of heartache of losing not one but two sons, two children, they can't really think rationally. They can't really think straight. But here we see a prophet who's spiritually connected to God and he's still reminding them, even in that situation, something very, very important. And he's saying, Do not give up hope in the mercy of God. Do not ever give up hope in the mercy of God. That nobody, nobody gives up hope in the mercy of God except who are complete deniers in God. Those who completely covers, kafir, the word, like they cover up that mercy of God. They cover up, they put a covering or veil over themselves over all the greatness and majesty and, and, and the mercy of Allah all around us. So this is a father who has seen his kids do horrible things. You know, sometimes it's difficult for us when we get upset or angry or we, we kind of lose hope in our kids when they do um, things that they're not supposed to do. And here we have someone that, a prophet whose kids literally almost try to kill their, their sibling and threw him in the middle, in, in the bottom of the well and covered it up. And as a prophet, he had a hunch and he kind of understood that something was going on but he was still, you know, with his kids and he did not give up hope on his own kids. And then he's telling them to not give up hope and mercy in the hope in the mercy of Allah. And later we see when his kids come back to him and ask for his forgiveness, he says that I will ask Allah to forgive you. So what type of patience and optimism is needed from a dad who lost just not just one but two sons? And one of them he knows is probably through the scheming and plotting and the evil plan of his other kids. And what type of you know, difficulty this dad went through. May Allah protect us from that. But as parents, sometimes our kids make mistakes and not giving up hope, not giving up you know, hope in the mercy and the guidance of God. Continue to making dua for our kids. Continue to guide them, pray for them. And live with that optimism and hope in Allah's mercy ourselves and then also Cultivate that in our kids. May Allah grant us tawfiq. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa Recitations from the Holy Quran. Assalamu alaikum. My name is Ibrahim. I would like to share with you my recitation of Surah Al Alaq. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Iqra. بسم ربك الذي خلق خلق الإنسان من علق اقرأ وربك الأكرم الذي علم بالقلم
علم الإنسان ما لم يعلم كلا إن الإنسان لا يطغى أرآه استغنى إن إلى ربك الرجعى أرأيت الذي ينهى عبدا إذا صلى أرأيت إن كان على الهدى أو أمر بالتقوى أرأيت إن كذب وتولى ألم يعلم بأن الله يرى كلا لئن لم ينتهل نسفعا بالناصية ناصية كاذبة خاطئة فليدع نادية سندع الزبانية كلا لا تطعه واسجد وقترب السلام عليكم and welcome to Quran Connection ولقد يسرنا القرآن للذكر فهل من مدكر I'm Ibrahim and I'm Omar today we're going to help you connect with the meaning of Surah Al-Ala with Quran Connection we get a chance to share with you what we have learned studying the Holy Quran at our school Gucci Academy when I was in 4th grade I made a video demonstrating the proper recitation of Surah Al-Ala take a look اقرأ باسم ربك الذي خلق You can use this video to help you improve your recitation of this surah. Visit quranconnection.org slash learn. I also have a recitation video up there too. Really? Which one? Surah Al-Duha. Excellent. Now if you are wondering about the meaning of the surah, we're going to share with you now what we've learned. Ammar, I'll let you go first. Okay, bismillah. Surah Al-Alaq was the first surah revealed to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam in Ramadan. Allah starts off the surah by saying, "Iqra' bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq." He means read in the name of your master the one who created. The second ayah says, "Khalaqa al-insana min 'alaq." We created the human being from a blood clot. In the third ayah, he says, "Iqra' wa rabbuka al-akram." Read and your master is the most generous. In the fourth ayah, Allah says, الَّذِي عَلَّمَ بِالْقَلَمِ The one who taught you with a pen. Then Allah explains in the middle of the surah how the disbelievers don't pray or turn back to him or seek guidance. And in the end of the surah, Allah mentions something very interesting. He says, كَلَّا لَئِنْ لَمْ يَتَهِنَ نَسْفَعًا بِالنَّاصِيَةِ نَاصِيَةٍ كَاذِبَةٍ خَاطِئَةٍ Allah mentions that he will drag him by the lying forehead. That's very interesting, Ammar, because modern-day science also proves that the lying part of our body comes from our forehead. Subhanallah. So remember, you can visit qur'anconnection.org slash learn to practice your recitation of this surah and other surahs from Juzamma. You can support Qur'an Connection and students of Good Tree Academy at qur'anconnection.org slash support. See you next time on Qur'an Connection. Assalamu alaikum. Good Tree Academy. Assalamu alaikum With your support, alhamdulillah, Good Tree has come to our 13th year of operation. Back in 2009, when we started Good Tree under the vision of our dear, beloved resident scholar, Imam Yusuf Zia Kabakchi, 
It was a dream to build a school to cultivate American Muslim leaders and scholars at Goodtree. We're trying to build and restructure an, a higher quality middle school. We're trying to expand our leadership development program, pre-alim and dual credit program for high school. We're trying to add a separate full-time HIFS track next year at Goodtree. And we're trying to strengthen our athletics, our arts and extracurriculars at Goodtree Academy so that we develop well-rounded kids that are rooted, centered in the Quran, the love of the Quran and our deen, but also, mashallah, they're excelling in their core academics so they can become leaders and scholars that we envisioned 13 years ago. Let's take the school, our facilities, our programming to the next level. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good Tree Academy is accepting zakat funds to assist qualified students in studying Allah's book alongside core academics so that they can become our future Muslim leaders. Visit goodtreeacademy.org slash zakat. Filled with reminders to increase our faith. Here's a chutbah replay. Here's a chutbah given by Guthrie Academy's head of Quranic studies, Ustad Michael Wolfander. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Rabbana laka alhamdu hatta tarda. Wa laka alhamdu idha ma radid. Wa laka alhamdu ba'da al-rida. Fa laka alhamdu abadan abadan abada. Fa alhamdulillah. Wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنه لقول رسول كريم ذي قوة عند ذي العرش مكين مطاع ثم أمين وما صاحبكم بمجنون ولقد رآه بالأفق المبين This is the same ayat I started last time with or maybe the time before that Try to picture when you see someone a beggar living under a bridge how does it feel for them? Pretty bad. This person is deprived from many things that we have. They don't have a home. They look like they don't have a family. They don't have nice clothes. They don't have a ride. They don't have, they don't have much. They are deprived. Park that thought for a second. We'll come back to that in a minute, inshallah. The part of what I recited, one part, the people of Mecca, they thought that Prophet Muhammad, something went wrong with him They didn't accept him as a prophet They thought he was crazy Because he was saying crazy things And so he said, Majnoon So Allah says, no, no, no Your companion, he's not crazy Prophet Muhammad So I'm going to say some things That might sound a little crazy Let's say that this weekend, anybody who comes to Guthrie in the night, this evening, or Saturday evening, or Sunday evening, and donate $10. If you do that, Guthrie administration will open a bank account at your name and start that bank account with a minimum of $300,000 for free. If you just come and donate $10, Guthrie will do that for you. If you come in one of these nights this weekend, and you make dua for about 10 minutes, Guthrie Academy will provide you with the nicest home that there is in the DFW to wait for you to grow up and, and move into that home with everything you want inside that home. 
Good Tree Academy also says that this weekend, Saturday, I mean Friday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening, if you come to school and you read the Quran for 10 minutes, Good Tree will provide for you a subscription for the latest model of the best computer there is, a subscription so that every time there's a new model that comes out for your entire life, you get that model shipped to your home. All you have to do is come, give $10, make a little bit of dua, read a little bit of Qur'an. Now, the kicker for high school students. You come to Good Tree, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, and you pray to rak'ah. Good Tree will take you to a science fiction machine, kind of like they have in the Matrix, that is automatically going to teach you the skills and knowledge that you need to be the top-notch CEO of the best company in the world. Or if you want to be a doctor, all the doctor skills that you need. No need to go to high school, uh, all these tests that you have to take, all, these, all this college credit, all of that, and on top of that, that machine is also going to give you the paperwork that you've learned this stuff. Now, this is very crazy, but this is what Allah says in Laylatul Qadr. These are not random examples that I gave. This is what Allah is promising us in Laylatul Qadr. Now, if this was real, would anyone find anything else to do on those three nights than come to Good Tree? But you don't know which night it is. I said Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, you don't know which one it is. If you come only one of the three nights, you might be on the wrong night. Too bad, you don't get the, all those different rewards. You have to come all three nights to make sure that you're there on the right night to get that. I mean, it's not even like a treasure chest. You know how in movies or cartoons they have this shiny chest, they have a chest and you open it and it's all shiny inside. That, that's nothing compared to the types of things that I just described. It's crazy. That's how crazy the reward Allah is promising just for Laylatul Qadr. So what's holding us back? There is not a single night from these nights, the last 10 nights, that we can miss. If we really realize the promise that Allah is giving us, there's no way we're going to miss any of those nights. Nothing can come in the way. I feel tired. I know it's just the beginning of the night, but let's take a nap for a little bit. I'm very tired. Alarm goes off, eh, I feel tired some more. Let's sleep some more. If you know these rewards are real, you're not going to do that. And so the Messenger وسلم, he said that whoever is deprived from Laylatul Qadr, they are deprived from all good. What that means is a person who didn't take advantage of Laylatul Qadr, then they are deprived of all good. And that is the definition of being deprived. So remember I said, what do you think about when you see somebody living under a bridge? Somebody who doesn't come. Let me stay in the crazy comparison I give. Somebody who doesn't come all three nights to Good Tree Academy to do these crazy things I was saying is as deprived as someone who lives under the bridge. What I'm saying here is anybody who doesn't worship Allah and do everything they can during these 10 nights of Ramadan, they're deprived just like a person living under a bridge, under the highway, with nothing. May Allah give us the tawfiq and the energy 
to make the best of these last 10 nights of Ramadan. Ameen. Alhamdulillah, We thank Allah for giving us guidance and for guiding us to what is best for us. Because we would have no clue what to do if it weren't for the guidance of Allah. Laylat al-Qadr is the only surah in the Qur'an, only place in the Qur'an, where Allah repeats the word three times when He says, وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا هِيَ وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا الْعَقَبَ وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا الْخُطَمَ In all of these, Allah just says, do you, do you have any idea what it is? Only for Laylat al-Qadr, Allah says, do you have any idea? Um, it came down, the Qur'an came down in Laylat al-Qadr. Do you, have, do you have any idea what is Laylat al-Qadr? Laylat al-Qadr is... This is the only place where Allah repeats the word so many times, as if we're not getting it. Like, do you really know what is Laylat al-Qadr? I hope the example I gave you of Guthrie helps to kind of visualize and picture what Laylat al-Qadr is about. But anything that I do to try to make you visualize is not going to be enough. Because Allah has the best examples. So what Allah says about Laylat al-Qadr is the best example. Laylat al-Qadr, what is, what is that statement that He says right after that, after saying three times the name? Like, you don't really realize. What is that one thing Allah says? It is better than a thousand months. So I said, donate $10, you'll have a bank account with $300,000. Actually, better. How much better? 70 times better? 700 times better? I can't do the math. 70, 100 times 300,000. That's how much Laylat al-Qadr is. Allah makes, it, makes a point to make us understand in Surah al-Qadr, no matter what you imagine, no matter what you calculate, no matter what crazy offer you make, it's not going to come close to what Laylat al-Qadr is. Khayrun, better than a thousand months. Already a thousand months, you have to stop and think for a second. Like how many, wow, that's really a long time. All that reward for just one night. Subhanallah. And then, to refer back to what I mentioned last time, Angel Jibreel gives us a visit on Laylat al-Qadr. You don't get the visit of Angel Jibreel any other time of the year. He is the angel of revelation. He came to Mary, the mother of Isa. He came to Isa. He came to Prophet Muhammad with the revelation. He is the angel of revelation. So now final prophet, Prophet Muhammad, final revelation, the Qur'an. So that's it. Jibreel doesn't have a job anymore. Jibreel doesn't, have, doesn't need to come to the earth anymore. But Allah, Allah made it a point that he's going to visit us. One of these ten nights, Angel Jibreel is our host. Subhanallah. Let's get ready. Let's get ready for these ten nights. You are fortunate to be able to take a break for most of the 10 nights of Ramadan and not come to school because you're at Guthrie Academy. Who would walk by a treasure chest and just leave everything there? Who would just take a little bit because they're scared that other people might not get any? That's not Laylat al-Qadr. Laylat al-Qadr, you see the treasure chest, you take as much as you can because Allah has no limit. When you take for yourself, you're not taking away from anybody else. It would be so foolish to walk by this treasure and not take as much as you can. 
Take a little bit by giving sadaqah. Take a little bit by reading Quran. Take a little bit by praying a few rakat. Take a little bit by making dua. And then, when it's not the end of the night, just start over. Give more sadaqah. Pray more dua. Now make more dua. Make more salah. Read more Quran. Keep going through the end of the night because the treasure chest is open. Why would you leave it there? Take as much as you can. May Allah give us the tawfiq. May Allah give us the energy. May Allah steer us away from any distractions from making the best of Laylatul Qadr in the last days, 10 nights. Ameen. Rabbana awzi'na an nashkura ni'matak alati an'amta alayna wa ala walidina wa an'amala salihan tardah wa adakhinna birahmatika fi ibadika salihin wa sallillahumma ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in wa aqimis salah. Good dream academy. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Parents, today we are talking about one of the Quranic principles of parenting. And this is a story of a parent that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran. Allah says, A'udhu billahi minash shaitan ar-rajim, bismillahir rahmanir rahim kaf ha ya ayn saad, dhikru rahmati rabbika abdahu dhakariya. Allah says in Suratul Maryam that this is the reminder of our mercy, of your Lord's mercy on his slave, Zakaria. And Zakaria salam's dua is mentioned in the following verses. Here, Zakaria salam, a very old man, a prophet of Allah that has aged and is without any children, without any child. And he's reaching out to Allah to have that offspring. He's saying, Qala Rabbi inni minni He's saying that my Lord, surely my bones have become brittle and gray hair has spread across my, my head. So he's sharing his weakness. He's presenting his weakness to Allah and he's saying that internally his bones are decaying and then externally you can see his old age, his, him losing his strength um, you know, through his gray hair on his head. And he's reaching out to Allah and he's crying out to Allah and sharing his weakness. And, and what is he asking? He's asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that about a son or, a, uh, or um, a child. And he's asking Allah to give him an offspring. So there's something very beautiful that Zakaria mentions right after he presents his weakness to Allah. He says that after, after sharing his weakness, he said, وَلَمْ أَكُمْ بِدُعَائِكَ رَبِّ شَقِيَّةٍ وَلَمْ أَكُمْ بِدُعَائِكَ رَبِّ شَقِيَّةٍ That my Lord, I have I've never been disappointed. I have never been deprived. I've never been deprived through my making du'as to you. That I have never been deprived by making du'as to you. And we know that how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask Zakaria alayhi salam, that he will be given this miracle, this gift from Allah, Yahya alayhi salam as a son. And this is the dua of a, of a prophet who is becoming, who wants to become a father and wants to leave his legacy through his child. And so our children are our legacy, that we leave our goodness and our righteousness in this world through our children. And one of the really important things about a parent is that how much are we reaching out to Allah and making du'as whether it is before having the child or, or after having the child, that we need to make dua to Allah to grant us those children that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless, will guide, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give them you know, 
that torch that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will use them as the bearers of the truth and the haqq and the Qur'an after us. So one of the really important principles of Quranic parenting is that knowing uh, to continuously submit to God and knowing our weakness and our limits. Even as parents, we don't know it all the time. Even when we're talking to our kids and we have to act like we know, we know that we do not always know. And, and sharing that weakness to God, that vulnerability with God and asking Him for His blessing, for His rahmah, for His guidance, every step of the way for our kids. The more du'as we'll make for our kids, the more guidance we'll ask, the more clarity we will seek, the more Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless us, Allah will enable us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant us and teach us the tools of parenting and give us a tawfiq. And this is a way to also do self-accountability. You share what we do not know and you then make intentions and you take account of yourself as a parent and then you ask Allah's permission and His help. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq to continue to use this tool of dua and really talk to Allah regularly through our duas as a parent so that we can continuously be guided on how to do parenting for our kids. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Ramadan is the month of fasting, compassion, and blessings. During Ramadan 2021, despite the pandemic, United Hands Relief will continue its life-saving work around the world, making sure that your contributions reach those who need it most. We invite you to join us in the giving this Ramadan. Our projects include feeding the fasting, providing access to safe and clean water through water trucking, water wells, and orphan sponsorship. Let's make conditions better this Ramadan for the most vulnerable who have endured unimaginable hardship. Help us feed the fasting and ease their suffering. Reap the multiple rewards of the blessed month. To give now, visit uhrelief.org. That's the letter U, H, relief.org. Good Tree Academy is accepting zakat funds to assist qualified students in studying Allah's book alongside core academics so that they can become our future Muslim leaders. Visit GoodTreeAcademy.org slash Zakat. Everyone from Muslim Radio Dallas and Muslim Radio Weekly would like to wish you all and your families a happy Eid, Eid Mubarak. And we hope to see you again soon. Please let us know what you thought about our show by sending an email to contact at MuslimRadioDallas.com. And please support us with your donations on muslimradionetwork.org slash donate. A big thanks and jazakumullah khairan to Brother Azad and Sister Aisha for giving us this wonderful opportunity to do this show here every Sunday at 11 a.m. You can still hear our programs on muslimradiodallas.com. Download our podcast, Muslim Radio, and even check out our clubhouse. This is KM Dean signing off for Muslim Radio Weekly. To everyone, Eid Mubarak. Assalamu alaikum. Muslim Radio Weekly.